none of us is working. We've never had it so hard. So please don't burn our shit hose down, or we'll have to shit in the yard. Welcome to the Salty Static Podcast. Well, I've been in town for 30 years, and every summer you goddamn renters come down here, and you think you can take over the whole town? Well, you can't. Why don't you get a job, Macaulay? All I need is some tasty waves, cool buzz, not fine. Right. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, Cheers. uh... Is it... Everyone's good, right? Yeah, I think right. we're in. Well, it's really, yeah, it. This is it. Okay. Cheers. What's cheers. the cheers to? What, what was Get in there. Earlier, Get in there tight. Cheers to your, your dog that passed away. Uh, yeah. Sue. Yeah. To, Sue. Sue. To, to Sue. To Sue. Sue. Come on. Yeah, one to hell, Sue. One hell of a pup. Absolutely. One hell of a pug. 15 years of bliss. Cheers. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. That, that last year Finest, probably was uh, a struggle. Oof. Finest cinnamon flavored whiskey on the planet. Grab that thing. You got to get close. Sorry, you got to get way close. Yeah, 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 I'm up here. I'm up here. I'm um, up on it. Okay, so this is episode 30. Really? That's awesome. And I apologize. 30 episodes. It, it took that, that that long for me to I know. be a part of this I'm magic. I'm very upset about it. I'm sorry. No, I'm kidding. Thirty Episode 30, starring the one and only Philip Bennett Walker. Thanks for coming, man. Really happy to be here, guys. The artist, the man, the myth, the legend. I thought I was a star of this podcast. I know, but for tonight, it's Phil. All right. I see. (laughs) So, okay. So, we're here in the Cambria Hotel in Madeira Beach, Florida. Recently opened. Like, within two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, everything around us is closed down because of COVID. All the Yeah, everything fucking closed (laughs) back down again. Yeah, but we got to meet Kevin, the owner of this place. And he was generous enough to not close down. That is awesome. Let us all infect each other and have fun. Yeah, totally. It's funny because they... yeah, they're still open. I want to say it's 50% capacity. Is that their deal? Yeah, or it'd okay. be way more busier. We got yeah. I think you got to get closer. Yeah. It's not that crazy. Yeah, they, yeah. You, gotta, you, you sound way better. Hold it. Sound, okay. Yeah, I'd hold it. Yeah, I'd hold it. Yeah, yeah, just okay. lean back. Normally, if we have a table, we'll just go like this and it's set up. Sorry. But when we're in this scenario, it's like, eh, let me get a beer. You want to stay Sorry. like, yeah, like a like fist, four inches, do, three uh, inches. You guys should do cordless ones too, because we could then we could walk huh? around. Well, if you want to buy us, some, well, I was gonna say we're Sports looking things. to for sponsors. Yeah. Actually, shit. Speaking of sponsors, the thirtieth episode of the Salty Static Podcast uh-huh. is Sony? brought to you by, legitimately, LG Subsafe. 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 Yeah. Same. Yeah. Adam. And freaking now I'm gonna have to edit this because I can't think of her name because I'm drunk as piss. God damn it! Sick, oh, good, good, good oh. sponsor. Then I, I should probably, probably shouldn't like start telling Desiree. Story Jesus right Christ! Now. You gotta leave it. I'll cut it right there. No, leave it. All right, it's funny. Desiree, you know I know your fucking just name. Made, We've literally been huge, drinking. You just made a huge enemy, dude. I can't. No. Sometimes it takes me a second to remember. Like if I'm going to your house, if I'm going to. The yeah, is that Dustin? Jesus, is that because we have early onset Alzheimer's? Yes, because we're old something. and we've abused our brains yeah, or turning to mush. True. It's like what we were talking about earlier about skaters. He's a skater. Yeah, those skaters are fucking dirty. They were the craziest. You guys were nuts. There was only oh, one then. breed crazier. I'd say would be the BMX. BMX guys are yeah. way nuts. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. BMX guys are the fucking park. Star Wars nerds of the. Lunch? It's like well, fucking cool. cigarettes Sports. and. Banana peels. They're not uh, cool. They're just ner- They're just uh, maniacs. Right. Well, like, I was explaining to uh, Philip earlier that I was like, okay, so if 
surfers are like, oh, those guys are crazy, man. Like, they're the designer drugs of the extreme sports like industry. Ooh, no way, surfers. Dude. It's gone way no, no, bigger. No, no, but like surfers are the designer drugs. I think skateboarders, skateboarders are the black tar heroin. Surfers are now, we are now the goddamn rollerbladers of the fucking, no, of, of, the, of the, of the yes. extreme sports industry. Well, no, there no. are people well, if you're now using the word extreme wearing sports, wingsuits flying through mountains. Flying. Right. Like, that's, you're yeah, not a, no, that's an extreme sport. Skateboarding no, and not. surfing aren't no. extreme sports. They're just if, fucking Yes, fun. Exactly. Where you don't need a coach. You can you can do you can live your life. You can be completely clean. Go to college, do it, or you can be a complete maniac who just gets it together for a month and films a video part yeah, right. or and, whatever, and, 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 and all in between. And to to that, and surfing I, is th- that. Now. A lot of the really good skaters that I grew up with are actually not crazy, and they're super smart, and like teachers and cops, and like they must you, not be that you, good at skateboarding then new Smyrna. <laughs> really yeah. okay yeah there's all the skaters here oh yeah that's what we're gonna get well no no there's a million skaters but we were all dirtbags i'm talking about the ones that were good we're right. like we're yeah. like super fucking all we're the super smart tampa, really? it's a technical huh. thing to know yeah i was gonna to say all the tampa and, guys and, and, yeah, you, you have to nuts. kind of be dedicated and committed to to be like a really good skater you can't just fucking paddle out and fall around and like have fun like i've been doing my whole life on surfboards if you do that with a, in a skate park, you're you're gonna break your femur, or right. or split your skull open. Yeah. And yeah. after you've done that like a bunch of times, it gets super bad. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I was just I was getting it that I felt like surfers are very like uh, this whole surf industry is like it's more PG than the skate industry. Yeah. Well, the skate has, industry I, is way more hardcore. I'll tell you, it hasn't been a pleasure watching the surf industry dwindle and being like coming from the 80s where there were grandstands on the beach. And, oh, it's and Disney. Surf, surf, if you ask uh, me now. You know, contests were sponsored by Oakley and right. beers and liquor and fucking, you know, there's a, an unbelievable the amount tour. of money. The Bud Tour. Now there isn't. And it's right. like, you know. Well, isn't that shit gone from NASCAR? And, and if you really want to get down to the brass... Like, there's no cigarette sponsors in NASCAR anymore, right? There's no, like, Marlboro car. Or, no, like, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that this... It, 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 it I'm used to sure be, the... like, like, fucking straight-up liquor and tobacco. Like, yeah. the, the, the skull. Oh, yeah. And, 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 and the dip. And you the were either wearing car. a camel... Speaking of... A yes. camel leather jacket that you bought with 35,000 camel points. Or oh, a Marlboro shit. racing jacket that you bought with, like, 45,000 I had one of those. My da- or my dad did. I bought Dude. this jacket with my left lung. Dude, yes. my, my dad... <laughs> yeah, my, yeah. My my dad and I'm going to keep it forever. Have, <laughs> exactly. I'm going to pass it down to my kids. Grocery store this plastic me, bags but full you can of those have this. Marble Miles. He had what is grocery it? Oh, store Miles. because, yeah. he, A, he smoked like a champ and my, and my stepmom did and my stepmom bartended. So she would just collect all the packs. Yeah. Dude, we had a <laughs> – it was an inflatable like a – Inflatable like rowboat thing that was Marlboro. Oh, and yeah, Marlboro, yeah. For, for thirty-five thousand yeah, like points. Leather dude. jackets, like. But do you think thirty-five thousand <laughs> yeah. points is like? <laughs> how was it one point per pack or was it eight hundred thousand packs of cigarettes? Yeah, which is like five million. Where cities. are you from again? You're from Brandon. From fucking Brandon. Dude, it's straight rednecks, dude. <laughs> Jimmy's from Brandon. He had a leather Marlboro fucking jacket while he was. Dude, how, I wonder if my dad was. Let me, let me just address the name Brandon. Like, how hardcore thing. are you if you're from a town that's just fucked there? Like, just Brandon. name it after Brandon yeah, fucking Brandon. Smith. Yeah. Down the road. Yeah, he's yeah. the first person here. It's called Brandon. Well, it's not even called Smith. Yeah. You know, or named after Smithfield. his horse it's or anything. Smithville. No. No, it's just, just fucking hey, Brandon. And it God, was uh, like straight country when I was Where are you going? I'm going over to Brandon. 
<laughs> like that's it. Yeah. Like literally. Oh, I'm going to Brandon. Listen, Wait, all, to all the people that live in Brandon, we fucking love you guys. Nah, yeah. nah, this is, this is in no way, shape, or form going to go against what we feel Make for you. Make sure the, uh, when you're cooking mess, place. though, that you're being safe. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, now COVID. it's like it, now COVID it's free. like strip COVID free. strip uh, strip malls strip and this malls? and that. Yeah. You, no. But when I was a kid, it was like my neighborhood ended sort of like the end of the line. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it was like it was like the newest development when I was little, and now it's like. You know, we're at Bloomingdale, all these like fancy neighborhoods. Yeah. We're all cow pastures. And yeah. shit. It was fun. I mean, that, 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 that technically I mean, it's between is Tampa the... and Plant City. Like, yeah. Or yeah. Lampa. Or Lampa. Yeah. Or Lampa. Uh, somebody would have really appreciated us calling that. I want to say there was a few developers at some point in time that had gone all in. Oh, yeah. On the whole Orlando. Well, have you seen thing. the sign? I actually, uh, my There's buddy Tim True Love called me the, the, just as I was driving down here. Yeah. And I couldn't answer. And I said, I'm sorry. I'm. I'm driving through Orlampa. But you know that there's actually a place called the new site of Orlampa. I do not. That's actually been named or it's between Lakeland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Oh, you drive Orlampa. through it on. Uh, yeah. yeah. And on, it literally on, on says I-4. the future site of Orlampa. There's a few uh, oil yes. rigs. Yep. They got a drills. little thing that's burning. Yep. 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 And then there's a, a dinosaur world, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Dinosaur yep. world. Yep. 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 And there's a like a ski um, water ski. Place. Yeah, ski and, that, world. and that's pretty much between. Yeah, it's in the. Do you guys remember Haynes City Boardwalk oh, yeah. and Baseball? Boardwalk and that Baseball. Was the best. Boardwalk Dude, and, baseball and this is like during the time where I was like super hardcore baseball card dork and like comic book geek. I'm still really? kind of a comic book geek, geek. But um, yeah, that was like my dream come true. Going to like a Disney World themed boardwalk and baseball. Holy Absolutely. Shit. They had a log plume. Mm-hmm. They had like a. Uh, I uh, never went. I never went. I remember driving. This by is probably it, the most boring podcast you've ever done. No, never. No, it's great. Okay. I was actually going to say two things. One, let's get into your story. But two, boardwalk and baseball. Um, they all was, fucked it up was the a wooden roller coaster. It was weird. It was like a the cross. Fucking shit. It was a neck. cross between Bush Gardens and Disney. Mm-hmm. Not because it was directly located between the two but like it was but kind it of. wasn't money enough to be disney <laughs> oh, but it wasn't shitty enough to be bush garden i remember going and being like oh damn you know they they we don't even gotta wait in line yeah yeah nobody was there <laughs> nobody go. was there like the guy that's like putting you on the fucking roller coaster is like Y'all uh, got insurance? Or? It's like Dale Murphy. It's like Dale Murphy from the Braves working the place. He's like, they just got like, upgraded. You are my hero. And he's like, yeah, man, now I'm here. Like, yeah. Check it out. Come on. What he's the fuck like happened, a, dude? He's like, a, <laughs> no, all the people there were just like, uh, they got upgraded from the fair, the tra- like the Florida State yeah. Fair. You're like, a scout then, found me at the fair, man. And told like, me I upgraded boardwalk and baseball. And then a couple a couple just, like pro baseball players got downgraded. Yeah, and like, yeah. Yeah, they all just ended up at boardwalk and baseball. Dude, that's hilarious. It's so funny that that's what we're talking about well you know like i just drove through there and told my wife i'm like oh my god you have no idea the coolest place was right there people will remember people that are like from florida yeah will remember boardwalk and baseball yeah Yeah. for sure if you drove on i4 in the early 90s mid to early 90s or before yep you fucking saw boardwalk and and you remember it was like the uh there was the hallway with all the giant baseball cards yeah, and they were, I they never were like oh, it was my into dream it. Come six true, by man. four, ba- and like six feet by four feet. And it was nice because like you, it was a break from the heat. You could walk through the halls. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Don pretend and I like were, you were interested. Don and yeah. I had just amount of money to fucking 
for gas to get home so we couldn't make any stuff well you're far you're far away yeah you're going to the east coast i'm like hey mom should we stop she's like no because we won't make it we can't afford it but i will buy you baseball cards when we get home that's what and you can watch baseball on tv for free right but i was like i was like you know what mom it's cool i love you Baseball's for fucking losers. Yeah, it is. I don't yeah. care. Do you, Sports. Do you remember when Sports. you guys probably need? Like, I actually you stopped from watching here. when they went on strike. I was kind of just like, "This oh, is yeah, baseball." Really did go on strike dumb. too? Yeah, but it's got to be tough. Okay, yeah, I don't watch sure. sports at all. But when you're watching the owners collect five, six, eight hundred million dollars a year, and you're making two, you're probably like, "Not that two a million or, or a million a year." Yeah, is but that shit happens. Every day in pre- capitalist America. Pre- yeah, but you can, yeah. you can, you can, you can form a union and rise up against. Yeah, that. but like, I mean, fuck, why well, not? Why well, not? you can strike. Why and not? That's what they did, which is fine. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, uh, if the if you're making two million and you're not the boss, the boss is making a hundred million. Yeah, but but that doesn't. That's just have how it goes. That's but capitalism. You can change that. I'm you can. I gotta answer this phone. What you're gonna? An- you got hey. your phone on during the you podcast? You can change it. Do you remember when? Hey, when Chapel, you, okay, how are you? Remember you? when Bush Gardens used to brew beer? Anheuser, it was Anheuser. They don't Bush. do it anymore. No, they stopped. When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I loved going. You to could the brewery, do the tour, and they give you free. But they wouldn't give. Uh, oh, but I like going in because it's the same thing. It was air conditioned, and mm-hmm. you could go through. Dude, my uncle worked for the railroad, and he would tell me back in the seventies. Their stop would be Bush Gardens because they were picking up beer from Anheuser. This guy's Bush. doing a fucking art deal right now while we're talking. By the way, perfect. And uh, like that's what we had him on for. It's because he's an artist, and he's like, you know what? Thanks, Chapel. I, I appreciate it. I was talking to someone who's named after a part of a church. Yeah. Okay, no, no, no. No. <laughs> so it sounded like I was talking to somebody that was in a chapel, but her name is Chapel. Oh. And she is That's what he just said. Named so after a part yeah, of a church. Yeah, she's selling my art for me. Well, she's negotiating right now. Uh, so I have all my stuff in a place called Royal Palm Wine and Tapas. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and um, I, I helped a really good friend of mine open it a long time ago in hopes that I could kind of like get my art career back on track. And I was a, I was a wine rep at the time. So I knew a lot about wine and she hired me to be kind of like her wine guy. Yeah. And, and, it, and it, we thought it was going to be kind of like a retail wine space, but it ended up becoming more of like a restaurant. Restaurant, Yeah. So I immediately went from being like the daytime wine guy and I could paint at night to being like a full fledged like restaurant manager, oh, which yeah. took over yep. for like seven years. Yeah. And, and I loved it because it introduced me to like the town that I love, like all the people that they're my people. What's the town it? you love? Atlantic Beach. And that's where my wife and I live now. And, and we, we live. And that's know, northern four, Jacksonville. It's uh, it's one of Jacksonville's beaches. So it's directly uh, yeah. east. Just of Jacksonville. It's like if you it's like uh, so there's Reddington mm-hmm. and then there's Madeira. Yeah. It's, it's like like just like that. Yeah. yeah. It's I like mean, they're well, one like, after yeah. another. Yeah. All, all kind of yeah. on the. Well, yeah, it, like and what's different is there's not a bunch of inlets. The only thing is one big. island. Hey, if you're not from there, you're like, oh, you live in Atlantic Beach. You mean Jacksonville. Beach. Yeah, and like if you're not from there, you're like, no, I don't live in Jack's Beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. live in Atlantic Beach. There's a difference. Yeah. Or I know, live in Neptune. You know, Beach. And I, I was but, like that for a long time. Well, I'm not too. trying to. And now, I'm just after saying, I've been there for over like a decade, I <clears throat> fully love the whole area. Like I, I, and growing up in New Smyrna and driving through Jacksonville over yeah. and over again, it was always on in construction. It yes. was always where you'd have to sit in traffic, and it was just like. I don't know. For me, it w- yeah. I, I was never sold on it, you know. And, yes. and, uh, but now that I'm there, I love it. And I love the people. I love every little nook and cranny of the place. So you it's grew amazing. up in New Smyrna. When 
what mm. got you into art? Yeah, we got to get into, into this. Let's start. Yeah. Let's start. So, let's start so, at the so, beginning. So, I just, okay. I just did. Well, yeah, I was gonna say that before question. that though. Let's start like New Smyrna is where pretty... you're from. Yeah. Like. Yep. Grew up in New Smyrna. Tell me, I, like, so, so, where did you, you go to school in Smyrna? So, so uh, New Smyrna. High, yeah, bro. a few, a few different schools. <laughs> I like, saying, a, like, you know, <laughs> I went to. I don't know. That was a guess. So I went to Chisholm Elementary School. Which Chisholm? Chisholm, yeah, sh- named after Shirley Chisholm. I was a wildcat. Um, it, it, Who's it, Shirley Chisholm? What do you know about her? She is a um, Native American. No, famous uh, black <laughs> activist. And um, uh, yeah, this. So it was. No, it, I'm t- I was being serious. Not Native American. Um, African American. African American. Yeah. Um, you piece of shit. I didn't know she was. She was <laughs> yeah. African. Maybe she's from the islands. That's a good point. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, but I don't, I'm not sure where she was from. But um, yeah, an, an amazing school. Uh, it was. Um, <clears throat> went to went to elementary school. Met a lot of my best friends there, and then you know moved on to the middle school where my mom taught for 37 years. Damn. Math teacher. Was that Peggy, weird? Having your mom as a fucking was teacher. Was, was she your it teacher? It was kind of weird, but it was so quick. It was such like a blip in the timeline. But what's cool is. Um, Everybody had my mom as a teacher I have a in New Smyrna. So, like, really? I, I identify with a shitload of people in New Smyrna. I mean, if there's anything, we had my mom as a yeah. teacher. Now, you know? I have a question. Did, did anyone who didn't know that that was your mom, did you ever go bad math? Like, oh, my math teacher's such a fucking <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah. Oh, and Miss like, fucking Yo. Walker's and you, that, a fucking... Okay. Well, now, here's the deal, bro. Do you just let it, do you just let <laughs> if, it simmer? If you or know, do you say, it's she, my mom, she, bro? Well, I know, but the thing was, she wasn't a bitch. Like, she's fucking right, right. awesome. She's cool. And everybody... That's not what the kids but told me. <laughs> but did it. anyone ever talk shit, though? Um, no, I don't. If they did, I don't remember. I don't, yeah. I, you know, I don't log the the negative memories. No, but it's it seems like that just seems. But it, wild, it, it wasn't you know, bad. Like, it wasn't bad at yeah. all. Yeah, and it was. And it was. We were all still. It was seventh grade, so it was like we were all still so, you know, yeah. young and innocent. Nobody was really anti anything at that point. You know, I don't know. I remember talking Tampa, a lot hey, of shit. The next year, the next year, yeah, I sunk the Titanic. The next year, oh, it really? was awesome. Yeah, I mean, glorious and not an awesome way. I guess I don't know. So, so what do you, you mean? Just, just all your whole life, New Smyrna. Yeah. So, okay. uh, so, so yeah. How high? What, what happened? Where high school did you go? To got into Smyrna? a lot of trouble, and uh, as a, as a. Um, did you go to Bethune teenager. High? No, it was called, there it was called New Smyrna high? Beach High School. That's um, what I already said. New Smyrna sorry, Beach High bro. School. I'm sorry, Bethune Jimmy. Beach. I'm Bethune Beach, Beach is like the Jimmy, south, man. the southern part of uh, our <laughs> island in New Smyrna. Um, so yeah, I grew up, I grew up there. I went went to um, New Smyrna Beach High School. I actually dropped out in tenth grade because a boy, <laughs> all artists, all really successful got, artists, got into all these other Good things um, that life has to offer. And I took the uh, the easy route. I, I went and um, we called it. Um, D, it was Daytona Beach Community College, but we called it DB Easy instead of DBCC. Uh, so DB you know, easy. I went over there and got my high school equivalent and. Um, how old yeah, are you I just in couldn't. I just couldn't do. I couldn't. I. I don't know what it was about me, but I couldn't pay attention. I just couldn't do what people told me to do. I just couldn't. If they were like, "Hey, you just need to go home and, it's like re- and read schedule. one page." Like all you have to do is go home and read one page. I, I, I would be like, uh-huh. "Not I was a the same chance. way. Not and a now, fucking chance." Doing it to be yeah. The minute I get out of this room, I'm not going to think about what we just talked about, and I'm going to be a. Mil- and, and actually, while I'm in each class, I'm thinking. A million miles a minute. It just wasn't yeah. school, So you weren't doing it to be rebellious. No. Your, your brain just, that's I just how I was. do it. And, 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 I, and I, what, what in your head, did you I tell was, yourself, like, I'm going to do this. And then when the minute you leave, you fucking forget, oh right? Oh, my God. And, and like, that's I was doing I was. really bad. So it was like, everybody's like, you're really smart. You should be doing really good. And I 
no matter what, I just couldn't focus and I couldn't do it. Were you a good so, student so I, though? Like were I, you misbehaving? I think people liked me. I just, um, you know, I, like I was quiet and good, but I, but I couldn't fucking focus on the yeah, work. Yeah. No, I, I was more into, um, you know, skating and surfing and yeah. art and girls social? and rock Were you and like a social I started, kid we, me, or uh, were you? A, a few friends started a band and, and that kind of took over in high school and, um, we tried to tour and we opened for a band called the nature kids. And How old it, are you? I'm like tour. 17, eight, uh, not no, like 16, high school? 17. Yeah. So yeah, we're like dropping sense. out of high school to be in a band and like, you know, write song. We wrote songs and everybody in the band was really good at what they did. Except for me. I was a singer. I just couldn't sing, but singer. I wanted to be in a band really bad. Yeah. So, and I was, I was super, you know, um, I could make stuff up. I could write, I could, you know, draw, I could create things. So, it was easy for me to listen to a song and write lyrics to it. Now I couldn't necessarily um, sing or actually, you know, um, <laughs> execute execute those lyrics. Yeah. But it was easy because it was like punk and hip hop, and you know, we're growing up in the time of like Rage Against the Machine. So like, you know, just screaming. So you're in a like, rap rock band, kinda. Yeah, All I right. guess. Yeah, but I wanted to be Wait, in more right, of a punk band, and down. I think. The guitarist was more of like a heavy metal guy, and in, in our in our in our yeah, drummer and bass players were Primus rap. guys. <laughs> our, our drummer and bass guys were like Primus and like yeah. um, you know That's jazz awesome. and stuff. Um, so it That's was really wild. cool. It yeah. was really cool, and it was amazing to be a part of. Uh, it didn't last. What was long, the name of the band? Trigger Face. And I don't even think <laughs> any of us have, had ever even fired a gun at that point. But you know, it was it was angry. It was you know, yeah, kind of. It fit uh, the time. What was what it? Ninety seven. Yeah, yeah. Or wait, ninety five. So yeah, I was pretty sure that that's what was gonna get me famous, and um, uh, rolled with that for like a couple months, <laughs> and it didn't <laughs> work, and I had to get a full time job and like kind of you know do my thing. So I got a, I got a, a, a few jobs and, and and skated around and got into a little trouble and really wanted more out of life than what I was um, doing in New Smyrna, and I and I uh, went to Colorado with my folks. Um, on a trip and I realized that like every year I was looking forward to these trips and, and, and going to the mountains and like I was just getting in so much trouble in Florida and just not producing the results that I think everybody wanted me to produce and I left and I just at 19 moved to Colorado and started working at a resort and I was like a bellhop and a shuttle driver and we, we were like seven I was like seven miles from downtown Aspen and Aspen had a ton of really badass art galleries. And, the, and, and going back to New Smyrna, you know, I grew up in New Smyrna skating and surfing and, and with a lot of really talented people mm -hmm. that, that, you know, fucking blew the doors off of a lot of stuff. And, like, like, yeah. you know, a, a, lot, a lot of my friends um, made names for themselves in the surfing yeah. industry. And Cormican, Geiselman, yeah, all totally, those guys. Totally, totally. And, and um, you know, the shapers that shaped our boards, they're fucking legends now. And, like, it mm -hmm. was just such a cool thing to be a part of. But at a certain point, I knew that I wasn't going to be as good as them. And no matter what I did, no matter how hard I tried, what do you mean? I, just you couldn't, see the, I couldn't. Uh, if I couldn't beat the skill them, level, right? I wasn't going to be a surfer. I couldn't go out and oh. like fucking become a okay. pro surfer. And right, that's right. all you. I mean, when you get into that scene in New Smyrna, in Smyrna, yeah, that's yeah. it. Well, the competitive drop scene in New Smyrna. Else, Drop everything is else, crazy. you're going to be the next coach. Do you remember that at totally. all? Oh, like yeah. ESA, totally. NSSA. Absolutely. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. such oh, a Oh, it's yeah. like, hey, it's uh, it's like a, what do they call that? Uh, AAU. Like, so, well, what sucks for me like is like, that, I like was in training training ground, and, yeah. and baseball and like 
like baseball moms are yeah. surfer moms. So well, I they're think like screaming. They're skate park kids like that now, which is the fucking worst. At judges. Dude, I can't hey, they're even screaming at judges. That. What it's do you mean? Shit. He didn't get a seven on that. Yeah, like it's literally. Yeah. It's not. Well, I never liked the I never liked the competitive nature of sports. I didn't. I never yeah. liked that. That's why I gravitated. I didn't skating. give a shit about it, and right. I and I loved the fact that when I surfed, I was the end all be all. If I didn't make that wave, it was my fucking fault, mm-hmm. and I didn't have to blame anybody or wear shoes that didn't work or like, right. you know, yeah. have a coach I passed the ball to you perfectly and you like missed it. Yeah. I didn't yeah. have to do any of that. I yeah. could just go do what I wanted. To I think do. that's you know, why same we're fucking skating. coach yelling at you. Same with skating. Skating, you go do whatever the hell you want to do. Yeah. And like, it's in on New Smyrna, when, when I was growing up there, you get arrested for, or you didn't get arrested, but you would get stopped by the cops if you were skating on the street or on the sidewalk. So you're only allowed to skate like in grass or you, the dirt. And, and we, like, friends of ours, you know, we'd get, of course, we all smoked pot. So anytime a cop would pull us over for skating, you get searched and you get arrested. So this got, like, super fucking stupid. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, crazy. Shit. I got arrested three times before was, I turned 18. I had to go in the scared straight. For program. having pot. No. For just having pot. It yeah. was kind of yeah. scared straight. Oh, my God. Yeah. The jelly oh man? No, 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 Did no, you no, get no. the jelly man? Hold on. Yeah. Damn it. I don't want to. Okay. So did you go to prison? There's a million stories. Yeah. So I did. I had to go to prison. How was it? Was it just like HBO? It was super lame. And they went like way over the top to try and scare me. Push your your ass, white boy. It was really racist. So like I went in and had to take. Against you or? uh, So it was, it was really weird and it was really staged and it was like, oh my God, like what the fuck dude? Like I'm, you know, I, I remember all I remember was it being like a year after I got arrested. So I'd already How made. How much pot I had already did made you a, have on you? Like a roach. You're kidding. Yeah. Well, and, it's redneck cops. And, and, and I remember the guy. Redneck. I remember yeah, the guy being true. like, "Hey, are you you EJ Walker's son?" And I'd be like, "Yeah." And he goes, oh, "I can't wait to see his face." And I was like, oh. "Well, fuck you." you he's fuck. not arresting you yeah. because you need to be arresting. No, he's arresting, he's arresting me spike. because he's got a fucking power trip. And and, why, why and you know, it's like really cool. Was your dad rebellious too, or something? Not at all. I think my dad followed most of the rules and 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 became an upstanding citizen. Is that I your think parents? most people in New Smyrna like New and Smyrna, respect your my dad, dad too. Yeah. Uh, oh. My dad's uh, no, up from up north, uh, but moved to New Smyrna um, when he was really young. So he's definitely a local. My so mom, he grew up there for the totally most. Totally Okay, yeah, so then New Smyrna, fuck in the seventy was probably like yeah. Your dad was great though. So that cop actually got um, fired because he like thought he knew some chick and walked into a bar and slapped her like five years later. That a boy. Well, she probably fucking was out of line. You know, and and it's just but but yeah, I got in a bunch of trouble and over shit because now it's like an essential business. And I know friends who are millionaires now because of pot and all the cops and fucking prison guards and people that like shove that shit down my throat that I was ruining my life. God damn. They were fucking drinking the Kool-Aid dude. Oh yeah. All of them. Every one of them. No, they're and, probably and just being like hypocritical. So, it was, oh yeah. Of most of them. Too, yeah, yeah. I would imagine. Uh, but it did put a huge chip on my shoulder until today. Like I still, I have a lot of friends that are cops and detectives and, and I respect all of them, but, God Smoke damn pot it. around. I will never fucking. <laughs> I I just won't. I'll never like like trust, trust. cops. I'll yeah. never. You know. I don't know. I just don't. Well, it's funny I because saw, they were such fucking dickheads. Well, to me I saw a meme. But but listen. So we changed mm-hmm. New Smyrna. My friends and I, um, and my aunt Donna helped us do this. She said, "Listen, you guys. You, there's a huge group of you guys, and you're skating, and you guys are good at what you're doing. And you're building your own ramps, and you're you're doing this shit in your backyards." She's like, "Listen, let's. There's there's this rundown tennis court right across the street from City Hall." City commission meetings are on fucking Wednesdays or Thursday nights. Get all your friends to bring all their ramps, 
put them in that fucking tennis court and I'll make the city hall open the windows and look out and, and prove to these fuckers that there is a need for a skate park yeah. and there's a need for change. You can't arrest kids for skating on concrete yeah, because the only place you can skate is on concrete because the bearings don't work on dirt, you fucking idiots. Yeah, you know right, what I mean? Right. Um, so, uh, and, and God bless her, man. She took us to the city commission meeting. We built a bunch of launch ramps and, you know, brought a bunch of rails and put them in that fucking tennis court. And, 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 uh, and they did the city commission meeting and she opened it up. And, and after that meeting, That's rad. after That's that meeting, awesome. the city built a, a skate park right there. And then when that skate park got dilapidated, they b built a cement park, like a, a real, real yeah. And, and it changed New Smyrna forever. And, and, and that I'm super proud of that. So for all the fucking trouble and all the bullshit that I got into for fucking skateboarding now, you can skate in New Smyrna and not get your shit taken away from you by some goddamn power tripping fucking right. asshole, you know? Right. And a lot of the <laughs> cops now fucking skate. Like my friends well, that are cops they, now yeah, they are skateboarders yeah, and they're badass. Say, and like, I love them to death, dude. Those old rednecks yeah. are getting like weeded out slowly, but you're like the good old boys and right. this and that. Like yeah. it's becoming more and more like, obviously like shit still happens, but a lot of that shit is older people still like yeah. trying to hang on, trying to cling on to like that they're fucking Dude, important. There, there's stories bullshit. about where I'm from where like the, you know, the, the light went out on the corner. So the KKK came in and directed traffic. Yeah. Yeah. You know? oh, yeah, yeah. And Somewhere nobody around. did anything about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Well, in like Oak Hill. Oh, Florida right. too. Which I'm sure just, where I grew yeah, up. It's a bigger part of, it's a sort of claim. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's not, now it's like a big, like I said, it's like strip malls and shit, but it was pretty yeah, weird heavy, when I was heavy. growing up. It's heavy. Yeah. Super heavy's a, but I, I remember going into the scared straight thing and the guy, it was like a white prison guard and he's like, yeah, change into this, take your clothes off. Let me see. And it was, a bunch, it was a bunch of big black dudes in this room and he goes, hey, But, you know, of course, it was scared straight. So these guys had all been bribed to fucking come right. scream at they me. They get extra freak uh, out nut, nut or butter bars or something. But, like, what does that do to somebody? Like, does that make me, like, what does that do to you, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But I knew it. You know, I knew it. I remember, like, a, a, after that, they put me in, like, population where I like, get to sit in a table. And, like, a little Willie Nelson dude walks up. And he's like, How? hey, young blood, what you in here for? And I was like, I fucking... Had opened a, a door at a party and the cops what? came in and, and, and he was like, you whoa, whoa, whoa. you're here for a, a roach. And I was like, yeah. And he literally got up and walked away. So but <laughs> he realized no, why, yeah. he had no, how old were you in the scared straight program? Uh, I was like 17. Jesus. So all that shit got, um, you know, squashed after I did all that, you know? And, um, so it was, I was really lucky that it all happened before I was 18. Um, and, I was really lucky that I had the, uh, you know, you talk about this BLM movement and like white privilege. Like I was really fucking lucky that I was a white kid and that my parents knew everybody in town and that we skied with the judge and that my dad's best friend was a lawyer and fucking, you know, that's, oh, yeah, not, sure. that's not on my so it record anymore. Kind of. But I got in what? so much fucking trouble. I had to leave. You know what I'm saying? But the best thing I ever did was leave because I yeah. ended up in Aspen. So what, and you I ended go up to Colorado with your parents on a trip. Yep. And you're seeing what? And, well, I just loved snowboarding and I love skiing and I love the mountains. And, and, and I was just getting in so much trouble in Smyrna. It felt like I, it was just really stressful and like something bad was going to happen. Right. So I just had to leave. And, yeah. and I didn't care if something bad happened. I just loved my parents and my family. I didn't want them to be 
you know, I don't want anything that I did to reflect on them poorly because they were such, you know, a part of the community. And, um, and I needed to go somewhere and, and grow up. I really did because I was fucking turned into an asshole in New Smyrna. And that's going to make you bitter, that place. It's going to make it you really, jaded it was and gonna, bitter yeah, and fucking, it was, yeah. It was yeah. Gonna. And, and a lot of my friends. in jail for doing nothing. And a basically. lot of my friends that stayed aren't alive anymore. Yeah. And, or they went to jail or, you know, they are fucking bitter. Yeah. It's so bitter that I can't even talk to them anymore because it's like it brings up old shit for me. So, so I moved to Aspen and, uh, and, and um, became, you know, like just a, you know, what, what would you call like a ski bum? You know, I just working the, the resorts and um, made some amazing friends and uh, just saw a different Yeah, that world. had to be awesome. That, was that like, world, uh, you, know? you know, you see those it was funny so much 80s more... movies like Ski School and yeah. shit? Oh, yeah. But it's kind of like that. It's just a bunch of, what, a bunch of like, a bunch of people, like late teens to yeah. to their 20s yeah. and just work it. Yeah. Like travel and in the summers, the they boat. go somewhere else yeah. or they stay at the resort and just switch was, up jobs. It was, it was fucking magical. That's right. And, uh, and, and, and I, and yeah, that's where I met my wife. It's where I got my art career started. It's, it's where, it's where I, I kind of shed that former shell. So and, were you painting and, before or is that kind of where you really yeah, started? Yeah. So I was going back so, to the surfing where like, I, I realized like, okay, you know, what am I really good at? Mm-hmm. And I thought that I was good at drawing, but I never, you know, I, I'd done a few like art stuff, you know, maybe in, in a couple of art contests in school and, and done okay. And like had that kind of confidence. Behind and you me. liked it. It's and like I a peacefulness, it. I right? It. Yeah. Good it. or not. I if you it like myself it. Yeah. And not have to be asked to do it. Right. And to me, that's, you know, awesome. So yeah, I, I, um, I was, I was stealing, uh, I was stealing, uh, spray paint and, um, I was stealing spray paint and, um, cardboard um, like big refrigerator boxes uh, from the Half. so at, at the resort that I was working at. Um, hold on, just a second. Yep. Man, so I man art deals, art deals. We're back. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Deal was sealed. I'm, I'm sorry about seal, that. Hey, yeah. so, unfortunately, so. unfortunately, <laughs> Philip had to seal a deal. I'm getting calls. A, uh, I'm getting calls for artwork purchasing. So I that's have to, pretty awesome. Have to excuse myself so where talking. were you uh so i think we were talking about aspen i just had moved to aspen and um yes. and, and i was and i was working at a resort called top of the village and um i was stealing uh refrigerator boxes and and um like okay. appliance right? appliance boxes and spray paint from like the maintenance shed oh, and i'd basically wait till everybody would go home and i'd sneak down into the maintenance shed and, and i'd you know lay out i'd cut open these boxes and make like a big square and I'd fucking paint like all night and, and I'd put these big you know cardboard tapestries in all my friends hotel rooms that, that would set like our hotel rooms apart from hotel rooms it made it look right like, you know we lived there and um and it was free and I and it was just an escape for me because I I guess at that point in time I wasn't painting a lot were you spray painting to. in New Smyrna were you doing graffiti and stuff you uh, no no, no. I, I never I never really did graffiti um I always just tried to you just spray paint was what was available when you were there. Yeah, yeah that, that okay. was it. Yeah, um, and I and I never really growing up knew how to paint, so I never learned um, how to paint or like really learned art shit. Yeah, that was so one like of the when people are like, "Tell me about your art." I'm like, "Well, fucking ask somebody that's say, more so into art." When you were in middle school and high school, mm-hmm. 
that wasn't something that you like I did. pursued. Well, I that was what I was good at. So that was I the one did. thing that you liked. I always okay. did. So you yeah. draw, gotcha. doodle, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Yep. And you know, that was, but you never had techniques. You just what you th- wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, I literally just spent my time doodling, co- calming, other man, calming stuff. I feel. Well, like. it's funny because like that's how you found out who your friends were that were artistic in middle school. Yeah, was like everybody fucking drew on their folders, but yeah. like you had your buddy who was like way better than you yeah and then you'd be like okay so this isn't what i'm gonna do yeah so philip was the guy yeah but, that drew but, but and even, doodled way better even than you. <laughs> and then old old tom down the street is drawing swastikas yeah. like i ain't hanging out with that motherfucker anymore yeah. he, that he, dude's he gonna took kill a, someone took a turn for the worst <laughs> yeah 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 no, i um yeah i always liked it and i always really enjoyed it and i guess that was like my thing i guess you know people noticed it and and i i noticed that they noticed and and that's what I, uh, you know, all, that was like my claim to fame. And, and I, I kept it quiet for a, a while because it's like, what do you just tell people you, you can paint? Like, it's no, it's a whatever. weird, it's an ego I, thing. I didn't it's think it was weird... cool until I fucking started making money off of it. And that's right. what that's when I like really felt like, oh, man, I, I love telling people that I paint Wait. for a living, you know, and. You didn't think, okay, you got to rephrase brag it. about it back in the day. I like know what you're saying, artist, but it you know, sounds like. like, like just, you didn't think, you you didn't feel secure in it until people yeah I guess like you thought yeah. like a saying like I don't think yeah. like yeah, yeah it just sounded funny when you, when you said it, it sounded yeah. like you didn't think it was it's oh. not cool unless you make money no it's you you, you well, felt I also too. Like, looked oh, at it as a pipe dream this? I also looked at it as like a fucking yes, pipe yes, dream and yes. I, I looked at and, I, and at that point in life I'm like god damn it like everything I've fallen for is a total fucking pipe dream like first thing I ever wanted shit, to do was be a pro surfer. Yeah. Right, probably right, the hardest right. thing on the planet to be successful at. Right, and then you know I wanted to be a fucking singer in a band, mm-hmm. which I couldn't sing. That's I was like only sixteen. Just as hard to do. Magician, we had no, harder we than surf. We weren't in L.A. <laughs> yeah. We weren't in L.A. Right, <laughs> we were in right, Nusa right. on a beach. That's a fucking pipe dream. Yeah, it's like everything that I fell for and and literally quit everything for and devoted everything to, were these fucking crazy pipe dreams. Yeah, and and when I got to Aspen. Um, I just quit telling people that I was an artist. And when I met my wife, I didn't fucking tell her that I was an artist until I got invited to do my first art show, like a year and a half after we were dating. And I came home and was like, hey, this chick's flying me to Atlanta. I'm going to stay at her house and do a show in Atlanta. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know I told you I was an artist and shit, but like, I just showed her some shit and she likes my stuff. And that's right, that right so so the story behind that is like i i in aspen i got a job uh when i met my wife i was working up at the staying in the resorts and i met i met my wife we wanted to get a place together and you know you don't want to live in employee housing when you're dating somebody and you know you kind of want to we wanted to grow up and so we moved and and bought a car together and it was an suv and i see a i see a um ad in the paper for you know i need a delivery driver with an suv to, to, to deliver art and furniture oh, and i was like oh man perfect brand new jeep cherokee rolled yeah. up there met these people it was a, one of the first um calvin klein models her name's becky dodge her name's becky demerick now and married to a guy named michael demerick and they own checkers in aspen it's a fine furniture store and they hired me to to be the manager of their shipping and receiving warehouse mm-hmm. so one of the first things they had me do was move a fucking desk into a gallery right across the street and it was owned by a lady named pam smart who bought this gallery and you know was promoting a few artists in aspen and and i i just opened my mouth and was like hey what the fuck is all that <laughs> like you're buying this stuff? and you're because you're spray painting a little fucking cardboard in like yeah. after hours but 
at the time. I never thought that I would be in this position. Right. And I didn't have art to show this lady, but I just opened my mouth and it was, it was, it was her and it was her, uh, uh, gallery manager, uh, Asian dude named Vana, who ended up being a huge part of helping me get started. Um, and they, and I just struck up a conversation. I told him that I could paint better than all the artists in their gallery. And, oh, and she was like, yeah, well, well, this homie only paints with fire and water. And I, you know, I immediately what? was like, oh, fuck. You well, know, I only like, paint with my dick. And she's like, why don't you bring in some stuff? You know, it's so like I literally went home and drew like five badass sketches, in my opinion, and brought them back yeah. to her. And she's like, yeah, it's not really my shit, but you're really talented. How, how would you like to fly to Atlanta this weekend and do a show with this guy that I'm promoting in Atlanta? So she immediately like just picked me up and fucking holy shit put me in the art world. that's crazy yeah that's yeah, wild and and so i i did good in atlanta i sold like half of what i brought it was at the slotten art folk fest in atlanta which is a big folk art folk art festival it's outsider art which is people that aren't uh tra- uh, trained or they, they don't go to art school for right. it it's um all self-taught um and uh and i did great i made like eight i made like 800 bucks which is like fucking ton of money for me back then and my wife right. was beside herself and i got to stay in this big ass mansion and and she let me drive her brand new volvo suv it was like the year they came out i was like this is what i'm gonna do yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah i'm right. sold yeah and uh, and uh and so i went back to aspen and um and yeah she's like listen you, you need to do a show during um the x games because all the you know younger people are here no and way. so she's like i'm gonna give you a show during the x games and um and I did a show during the X Games and sold a bunch of stuff. And a guy named Robert Casterline, who's one of the biggest art dealers in the world right now, Casterline Goodman Galleries, he um, he walked over and and he made his money off of comic books, <laughs> making is, comic books or selling, no, collected them, just, sold them. And oh, like, okay. yeah, I mean in the '90s when it was like huge before yeah. you know the bubble popped. Um, and and now he's one of the biggest contemporary. Um, post-war say, modern art dealers on the planet. Like they're huge. Like he, say pedo- no, no, yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah, he's cool. badass. And, and, he, okay. and he walked in and he goes, "Look, you you're all over the board. You know, you, you don't have a style. You're really good at at what you do. And I love right. this, and I love that, and I love that. But none of it is cohesive. He's like, you need to focus on one thing. And and and, and he he focused on this one painting that I had made, and I actually had pulled it out of a trash. It was like a painting from the seventies. And I painted over it and spilt a bunch of ink and blew it out and made like a kind of weird design. It looked like a plant. And, um, and he's like, yeah, we need to do a show in New York with these. You should paint like 20 of these. Here's a thousand oh, bucks. You should go home and paint like a bunch of these. So I was like, uh, yeah. Right. And fucking did it and went home and painted like 20 of them and then went to New York and he like forgot about me. So I like called him and I'm like, Hey, like, um, I have I'm about to spend done. five grand, send all my art to your gallery in New York. And he's like, oh, yeah, Phil, totally forgot about you. Kind of dropped the ball. I didn't know if you were, you know, you never called me back. Or what I was like, I didn't fuck? know if I needed to. Like, I, I just, you told me, you gave me a thousand bucks. He told me creating. to go paint 20 fucking yeah. paintings. And so he didn't invite anybody. So I went to New York. I spent like five Gs, which was all my money. Went completely broke, sending my art to New York. He let me clear out his gallery for one night. So I put all my art up for one night and sat in an empty gallery for one night, lost my ass. Nobody came in? Nobody came. He didn't invite a fucking person. One person. Not even one fucking person. It's so lame. Yeah. So like I fucking spend every goddamn penny. I invite all my family. Like it was, they all loved it. They're all like, oh, he's in New York. It's amazing. He's a famous artist. But I was like, dude, I have to go home and 
ask my bosses for like a loan now, to pay <laughs> you know, rent. and I can't quit because right. I did quit like right oh before I left, you know? Um, and so I totally lost my ass and, and learned a huge fucking lesson, you know, like you don't, you can't just paint and make fucking money. There has to be this whole back end. You have to sell yourself. There has to be this fucking way, right? huge back end and you have to constantly, you know, you don't, it just, there is no fairy godmother in art. And I, and, and, and I was that close to like the fairy godmother. Like it happened a couple times. I just didn't mm-hmm. fill the pockets. It's promoting yourself. It's Holy like so, shit! Like, it was so. I was so close to like you know. What do you it, mean like the fairy godmother? Like well, just these people just being like, "Hey, I'm fucking loaded. You're takes. awesome. Here, I'm gonna throw a show Here's for you. Ten grand. All yeah. it takes is one person and, and, to be like, "This dude's the shit," and, and then it, boom. And I really felt fire. like I dropped the ball because he kind of made me feel like, "Hey, you, you know, you never called me back. You didn't, you know, I didn't know what I was supposed to do. I didn't have like any agents. And you're like, what, anybody 19? telling me? Probably I was 22, 23. Maybe twenty three, but you I don't think. know, yeah, it at all, matter, yeah. Um, but but you know, I end up coming back to um, Aspen with all that art and and eventually selling it, and then you know, working full time like two three jobs for the next fifteen years until I get back to Florida. And now we fast forward to I've I've already been a wine rep for five you know actually seven years. I meet Corey Royal mm-hmm. Palm. We mm-hmm. decide to quit our jobs as wine reps. And she opens up Royal Palm, and I'm, I'm a, her daytime wine guy. It immediately turns into a restaurant, so I have to become a, a, a restaurant manager. And um, I meet everybody in this town and realize, like, this is a, a good place. Like, there's money here. There's people here. There's culture here. There's a need for a local Art. artist. Yeah. There is. You know, there's a few of them, and they all kind of have oh, yeah. the same shit going on. Right. And, and I don't mean to say that in a derogatory no, no. term. I love no. Dude, Jacksonville's got some badass artists and they're all sleepers right now. Nobody knows about them yet. And, and, mm-hmm. and it's going to fucking blow up eventually. Um, and, and so, so I, I just started painting and putting them on the walls in Royal Palm and people would come in. I'd, I'd help them pick out wine and started gaining people's trust that way. And then eventually, hey, you know, uh, that's mine on the wall. You know, as you know. Right. I mean, you get a captive audience in a room and give them wine all night. Yeah. And if you have semi decent work, if they didn't like it in the beginning, they might like it at the oh, end. Yeah. Of the well, night. I remember going to <laughs> yeah. Royal so Palm it's slowly, at night. I slowly took my time yeah. and, and like <clears throat> tried to find a style. I knew I knew from back in Aspen with Robert telling me, like, look, you're all over the board, you're good at you're really good at art, but you're basically just fucking copying a bunch of different styles. You need to come up with your own style. So that that decade at Royal Palm I really delve into the, um, what I'm doing now, which is this like underpainting uh, subtraction style, which is where you just fucking go cra- yeah, what crazy. You, I was going to say, so what is your style of art? Like your paintings are definitely unique in that like it's not like you're like, okay, here's a canvas. I'm going to paint a rodeo scene. I'm going to paint a submarine. I'm yeah. going to paint a hot chick's face. Yeah. No, it's like you have to do it in your, your own yeah, way. He's yeah. like, there's these like vertical and horizontal underpainted yeah. strips that like intersect. So, so it's called subtraction. And you, okay. you, you basically, and I only know this because um, a really good friend of mine, Steve Williams, who's way more into art than I am, told me what I do for a living. He's like, Yeah, this is what you're doing. Because I was like, What am I doing? I don't even know what this is. And he's like, Well, it's a style. You didn't make it up. Because I thought I'd made it up. I was like, yeah, I'm fucking in there. You're like, no. This is the wheel. another thing about the art world. This is the wheel art world. You probably didn't make it up. But but yeah, he's like, yeah, uh, subtraction. So, you know, 
obviously you just put down a shitload of stuff on a canvas and I kind of plaid, I just do this big plaid design of different colors mm-hmm. and, and then you slowly subtract and, and paint out those colors until you end up with one image in the middle and mm-hmm. all those co- colors kind of shine through. So yeah, that's, that's what I, I that's say, my, that's my thing. Jimmy used to be an art guy in New York. What? Didn't an you art guy. set up? scenes or no, some I did, shit? No, I did fashion oh, photo. Fashion I, did, I did set photo. design for fashion photo. Well, that's cool. Okay. So, I thought that's all. No, art. no, no art. <laughs> Way more legit than I me. thought it was like a, I thought you did a for some reason. Yeah. No, no, no. I just, I just did built sets for like high-end fashion photo okay, stuff. Gotcha. Which was awesome. It was fucking rad. But you get to see how fucking weird and shallow. Like, yeah. Just yeah, how unimportant all, like, it's, it's important because it is a fabulous outlet, like, sure, but like the fashion world... I feel like, well, the art world can get really pretentious and fucking weird too. That's the whole thing. It's like, there's a level. And then when it gets too high, it just becomes where people don't even care. They're just doing it for money. It's, it's like a weird. And then like someone says, this is cool. So then everyone's like, Oh, it is, it is. Yeah. It's like, no one has a fucking opinion. Like some homeless dude, I'll be more stoked on some shit. He drew in something. He drew in shit on the wall than fucking. Yeah. Some, you know, I mean, well, it's, it, it, you know, it sucks with the art world is like, you, you know, you've got, you've got a dude that like that can fly in a helicopter over a city one time and with a ballpoint pen, draw the city yeah. from memory yeah. every square inch and charge a hundred thousand dollars for his painting. Right. And then you've got some fuck nut that'll tape a fucking banana to a wall and charge a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, exactly. So like for the guys like me who spend two weeks trying to get that fucking twinkle in the eye perfect. That's like a huge slap in the face, but so, that's the art world. So you can't get bitter about that. No, because it's all, you, it's, dude. It's, art, it's art, art is subjective. basically <laughs> to me. Because I, I, I did not go to college, and I was not taught to respect it. I was taught to learn how that's to fucking better. live. That's I was, ta- I was taught to live off of it, and right. living off of it, and knowing everything about it, and respecting it, and yeah. having the means to do that is completely different. So like my shit is. I just try to make money and I try, I try to make, I try to make art that people have to have. Yeah. And, 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 and it took a long time for me to go from painting giant fucking robots that I had to have that nobody else needed to, Mm -hmm. to making up a style where I could paint, you know, the most mundane thing in my own style and still feel proud yeah, of where it, you, you like, like it but it's also yeah. i was like i'm never gonna palatable. go i'm never gonna move to florida and paint pelican so let me ask you about i this love thing. painting pelicans let me ask you about that transition. <laughs> yeah. that's awesome but i do them in like my own right. way and you're never gonna yeah, see another cool. fucking I've pelican like that you know like yeah, yeah. yeah. Me i mean you will you, but I, hopefully not let's get into that transition then though. yeah so you went from this fucking fall on your face new york fucking over and flop over again. because of this asshole yeah well, Not no, it wasn't an asshole. asshole. I mean, it is what it because is. Because like, it was just bad communication. I just wasn't a shark. I but didn't know. But what I'm saying is yeah. this is, so <clears throat> how long did that transition take to be like, I'm so, I'm print, I'm making and painting every day so, all this stuff that I'm into, these robots that I've seen yeah. you print that are sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and like to where you're like, well, why is nobody buying my robots? Yeah. So what I moved, fuck? We, we, we thought that we, we were untouchable and we, you know, we started making money in Aspen and doing shows and Beth worked for a girl who trained her how to make jewelry. And, um, and so we bait that, you know, we just thought that was going to be where everything was going to happen. And, and as time went on and it got harder, I don't know, you know, just to sell and to really be legit, like in these real galleries, like these are real deal places. This right. isn't like a mom and pop boutique 
down, you know, on the island, uh, you know, block off the beach where they're selling, you know, corksicle glasses and also art. Right. This is $250,000 paintings. Right. You know, so it was hard to break in. Plug other it was just fucking hard to break in into that show. scene. I wasn't, I wasn't like, um, I wasn't, uh, in, I wasn't that good at it. I don't think it took me. And I, and I realized at that point in time, like, listen, I love art and I can do art, but I need to learn how to really make art. So I technique, went you learn back full to the, yeah, it right? took yeah. me another 10 years. I guess we got married when I was 25. So my show in, in New York, I was 24. So that was a year before I got married and we moved to New Smyrna and uh, nobody wanted fucking robots. And, and, and like, it didn't matter how many shows I'd done in Aspen or in New York or whatever. It wasn't one fucking gallery in Florida that wanted anything to do with they me, especially not in New Smyrna. I was like, oh, I'm from New Smyrna. This gallery will take me just yeah. from here. They didn't even want fucking anything to do with me. So I started moving furniture with a, a company for like 10 bucks an hour. And just to, you know, I, we, I just moved my wife across the country with like promises of Supplement hopes and grandeur and like yeah. going to be a pro artist. And now I'm fucking moving furniture. And, um, and, and I, you know, met a, a really good friend of mine and did that for like a year in New Smyrna and, um, and I got offered the job as a line rep. So that got me to Jacksonville and that was kind of like the ladder basically. <clears throat> what wine were you repping then for? Opened up. Uh, well, well, it was a, uh, I worked for like the second largest distributing company in the country. So I sold like fucking a third of were all the alcohol on, on a, on a shelf in a liquor store. Okay. Right. So you're a rep. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's, that's yeah. a good job. Yeah. Okay, and it real- was, and I did it for almost a decade. And, and, uh, yeah, I want to hear taught me about... how to walk into a place and sell, you know, yeah. and before oh, yeah. I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how oh, to call awkward. people back. Sales is I didn't know how to follow fun. up. I didn't know how to plan a fucking art <clears throat> show. And I'd failed miserably at a, mm-hmm. you know, with that said. So I kind of made up for all that, I guess, as a rep and, and tried to be the best that I could. And, um, and I just failed miserably as that, well, at that too. <laughs> okay. Let me yeah. ask you this though. So we were taught, we were in the pool earlier. Um, and you were talking about, and I, I know this is, it's not, it's slightly off topic, but it's still about you. You got to tell me, we're going to jump back okay, to when you were a kid. Okay. And you were telling me about this nanny story. Oh dude. Yeah. Dead nanny. Like yeah, legit heavy. dead nanny. So I, t- I said that we were, we were at a band trigger face. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we would go and practice every day. Um, after school, my, my, uh, the guitarist that was in the band, Steve, um, he, his dad, I think it was a pilot for like Delta or something. and was always kind of gone. Mm-hmm. So him, Steve and his sister were kind of always taken care of by a nanny, mm-hmm. uh, who was a, a older. And, um, yeah, like one day we're at like band practice downstairs and Steve came down white as a fucking ghost and was like, I, we, she's fucked up. I need help. We didn't even know who he was talking about. Like we went up and. And she was sprawled out in the bathroom with the shower on and was dead, like Stroking straight up out. dead. Like, and we, you know, and it was crazy because at this time, none of us had like cell phones. This is way back, not way back, but like, you know, early, early, early 90s. Uh-huh. And um, I think they were doing like a, I want to say that they were rebuilding the bridge to New Smyrna, the North Bridge. And like phone lines were down or something. We couldn't call 911, which is, which is really fucked up to me. I don't know how you can't call That's, 911. Yeah. I think you can always call 911, right? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Did well, so listen. Not a we new go Smyrna. We go up. Not in fucking New Smyrna. This, 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 and, hey, and listen, hey, all I, new, and I don't want this to sound like I don't want this to sound like I'm, you know, being. 
But we get up there. Listen, we get up there and she's dead. She's dead. Yes. So we get her down to like the front yard and we're trying like CPR and like all this shit. Wait, what do you, so you pulled her out of the fucking. Yeah. Like Because you couldn't call 911. Like you couldn't, there was no ambulances. Like we had to get her to the hospital. So, you know, we take her down and, uh, and, and sure as shit, uh, this isn't. No, keep going. So she, yeah, we, 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 we get her in the front yard and we're, and I'm sorry that I'm laughing, but it's no, the only way that I can kind of like laughing. deal with this trauma as a kid. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, everybody's trying so to revive her. her and feet she's, and arm, just yeah, drag and, her yeah, up. everybody picked her up and, um, my buddy had, uh, a Nissan stanza and, uh, we put her in the, the back seat middle hump and, you know, all four of us climb in actually five of us climb in and uh and steve is still trying to give her cpr like from the front seat and every time we go down a corner like her body falls on one no. of us and like we're freaking out and screaming and everybody's serious? like oh my, my the guy God. driving's throwing up and like it's just this fucking no crazy way. scene yeah and um holy yeah fu- I can't and, 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 yeah, and we're and we're call, pretty yeah. sure we're gonna save her you know what oh, i mean right like, right but she's blue back. and like she's already bodily secreting yeah. fluids and like it, it was really um, oh, not good and dude. um and yeah, we get to the hospital and they're like, yeah, she's been dead for like an hour oh and everybody throws up and we fucking go back to the house and practice some more. No way. Yeah. What yeah. else? I guess. I guess you had to probably like, Nobody energy knew what the fuck out, to you know? do. And like her dad was, you know, his dad was flying and you know, I didn't do that's Nobody so wanted normal. to go home because, oh you know, God. we were at band practice. That's fucking yeah, so, so that, gnarly. That what a dead nanny story. Dude, that's so fucking weird. Yeah. So traumatizing. Crazy. Right? Crazy. Like, that a lot, you know, that's it's like, it's a life. Like here's fucking life. Motherfuckers. Yeah. And like, you know, you're and, having, and I, I didn't really know her. Deadly. So like, I wasn't like I was, I, and, and I probably sound really fucked up by saying this, but I didn't really know her. And she was a really sweet lady, but like, I only had met her like maybe one or t- two times. No, I think you're fine. We, we were super like into like heavy metal and shit. And, and, and she and they, wasn't, well, she just never came down, <laughs> you yeah, know, she's like, like they're down there worshiping well, the like, devil. Well, like created out the whole bottom level. So it was like, you couldn't hear, you know, it was like yeah. soundproof and shit and yeah, I remember like her. How do you com- think she died? I think um, she turned on the shower, got yeah. naked, sat on the toilet, take a shit, and had a heart attack. Yeah, <clears throat> Elvis, Elvis herself. Yeah. Yep. The CIA killed Elvis. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because um, he's stealing too much from African Americans. <laughs> Elvis was full on like government supporter. He didn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, like sure. he was like he was a it was like he's Muhammad Ali. Or they should definitely. Like- yeah, we. Yeah, I no, I definitely think he stole a lot from. Uh, yeah, at Elvis. No, they loved music. Elvis. He oh, just, yeah. he just, Elvis just pain pills and constipation got him, basically. Take care oh, of business, baby. Bad handlers. Cheers. Take care so. of business, baby. <laughs> anyway, no, that's all. So now, yeah, so now you're just living in, you're living in Jacksonville, Atlantic Beach. Yeah. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry. So, yeah, back to and, Obama. And just Corey, full Corey's on the, art. That's yeah, all you do? Corey kind of gave me this platform and, uh, um, yeah, I, I, I got to the point where um, I was getting invited to do shows and, and events and things all over so the you country. So tra- you travel the country? It, well, it just got like hard to be a restaurant manager because I literally oh, yeah, was like, hey, so the next four weekends, I need to be gone. Right. And like she really only needed me like Friday and Saturday. Yeah, the weekends. <laughs> you yeah, know, so um, you know, from a friend to a friend, it, it was just kind of like, damn, I, you, know, you, you don't need to keep paying me what you're paying me right. because I, I don't deserve it i'm making money this way now and, and i'd rather make money this yeah, way yeah your life's changing and she's like one of my best friends man she she to this day like refuses to take a cut and it's crazy because i sell paintings out of this restaurant like every night and um oh, and i and i and i and i give commission to the the servers so it's like 
Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, there's awesome. more people making money off my art, and every piece that I do now is now framed by um, a couple of people. One of them is a furloughed art teacher, so it's like, oh, it's dude, fantastic. everybody's making money, and and I could not have ever been like, I could have never seen that 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 would have that could happen. That I would have like people working with me making money. Yeah, I never thought I'd be able to make and, money and to off generous, it, let alone be able to pay people. Yeah, you to know be what I mean. Generous with it like that probably feels way you know like uh, it, it feels probably a hundred times better than even just selling it the fact that you can help oh my god these yeah other like that's people why i, I, I kept stopping life, tonight because like, like this uh, a server one of my friends it, she's literally like selling three pieces which is a huge sale and she makes commission off that which means like if she can make this sale that's better than probably what she would have made all night serving you know right. what i mean so that's just going to double what they make so that, like I, I really want um i really want them to you know, yeah. pe- people to push my stuff and to be That's able fantastic. To, that's know, so make rad. Make a little too, yeah. Damn. Oh, <clears> shit, <throat> that's, yeah. I think we probably, what are we at? An hour? Hour. But yeah. I was going to say, there was another thing I was going to talk about. <clears throat> um, Like Vestal Village. Yeah, so I, I, like, I wanted oh, to yeah, help. Oh, yeah, so you and Dustin, how did you guys meet? That how was a huge meet? part of, yeah. of my success as an artist. So Me. I met Dustin. Um, so I, I had a clothing company. That's why I'm a podcast millionaire because of Dustin. Yeah, fucking me. Be- be- because my confidence in my art was so fucking low for a long time, I thought that I needed to create a clothing company to make my art more known. And and it was a huge um, lesson learned in money and finance and managing and, and, and partnershiping and all this stuff. And, and uh, that's how I met Dustin. He, he had a uh, clothing company called nine Millie and um yeah yeah, Yeah, nine million ways to get rich i think or something yeah Yeah. um and uh he was repping rusty and vestal and o'neill and And, uh and i met him and um we hung out one night i want to say johnny the owner of vestal was in town we became friends because we were we were kind of like I guess arch nemesis, but we got drunk like the first time we hung out we were like fuck (laughs) i love this guy so much i'm ready to quit my clothing company so he succeeds but um but yeah we we meet and 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 dustin introduced me to johnny garris who's uh, is who's actually from where i'm from uh not new smyrna but port orange and he moved to california and uh, uh started an investment company that bought Bestall, which was mm-hmm. a popular watch and eyewear brand in oh, yeah. in, in australia in it Australia, was, it was huge. Like, I thought national, it was. I thought like, that's the where it came from, though. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. So, that's so he bought it. Bought it yeah, yeah. And and you know, um, they they went big for uh, like a decade. Moved I, to like what uh, Laguna? Uh, they're uh, or, Costa, Mesa Costa Mesa and yeah, Newport. Yeah. And uh, and so Johnny um, would do this thing every year at Coachella, which is called Best All Village, where okay. he ha- he would basically have like a VIP glamping. Um, event for people going to Coachella. It's like, hey, you know, you yeah. don't spend your whole time well, walking around the, that place. Come here. A like, big part right. of it, though, a big part of it is because I remember being at, like, uh, Surf the first Expo. Ones. At Surf Expo. Yeah. And just hearing him be like, oh, you got to come out to Vestal Village because yeah. I was um, I was a sub rep for the the actual Florida rep, oh, Bomar. Okay. Yeah. And Bo would be like, I don't give a fuck. Go out there. He's like, if he's going to fly you out there, go. And I was like, well, all right. And then, like, the second year, at Surf Expo, listening to him talk about this, I don't think I'm on. Hold on. Yeah, you I sound like you are. Okay, here we go. Anyways, so the next the next year, oh, sorry, I'm a piece of shit. 
I'm, I've been drinking all day. Yeah. So the next year, he's like, yeah, fly out there, blah, blah, blah. We flew out there. It was fucking rad. I was like, this is amazing. You got to meet like but, eagles of death. Yeah. Like, yes. Shit. Like one of the dudes was blown up in a terrorist attack and killed from eagles of death metal. Yeah. Like in France. And you, like, you know, really? like with him 2010 yeah. or yeah. No, like was, 2011. It's wild. Re- more recent, I think. Than it was crazy. Anyways. So he was like, anyways, so I go out there and I'm like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Like. These guys are cool. And uh, so the next thing you know, they fired Bo and just hired me. No way. I, yeah, because yeah, I partied with them. And then oh, at, right, at, the same time, at the same time, Bo. Yeah, yeah. at the same time, at the same time, Surf Expo, I'm doing live paintings at yes. Surf Expo. Okay. And uh, we have a mutual for friend, Tim, Tim Trulove. Yep. Who are yep. you doing? How did you get that set up? Who are you painting for? I roughly, like, was I mean. painting... Flex fit hats. Okay. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yupong. Oh, so you're just painting. Okay. So I would paint their booth. Okay. While they, during the expo. That's cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like that. And uh, my friend, Tim Trulove, who's, yep. who's a rep, I think at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, came to me. He's like, Hey, I want you to meet my friend, Johnny. And he introduced me to Johnny and Johnny was like, Oh, you're painting. Like, Hey, you uh, here, come over here and get some free shit. And that was like the first time somebody gave me like free stuff he mm-hmm. gave me like a 300 dollars watch yeah like a free bi- remember the remember and i, and big I, bezel and I remember I, yeah, hey yeah. i was like i was like that was, I was like hey man i can't accept okay. this like he goes why i goes because my chick's gonna get super jealous and he goes here i got the girl version too yeah there you and go. he literally gave me two like 500 dollars worth of watches like, oh yeah the minute he met me because he's like you're painting in front of everybody tell everybody put the to watch come to my, to come and, to my yeah. fucking booth mm-hmm. and i thought that was so goddamn cool and then like a year later we meet yep and you're like, oh yeah, I I fucking rep Vestal, and I and I was just like, oh shit, dude, I, I met those guys, like they're awesome, and and uh, and so that that's where the connection came, right? And then I think a little bit after that, Johnny came through for like a sales trip or something, mm-hmm. and Beth and, Beth and I, Beach Beth and, and I, we all went out oh, yeah. with you, and oh, we raged, and you were doing the, you were doing. You were doing airport pickups or something, so you couldn't yes. you couldn't fucking party. Oh, yeah. And you no, were like, I hey, was literally but you I can go a, you can hang out with my friends Philip and Beth yeah, and they'll show you a good time. Out. And so Johnny and all of us hung out. We ended up in Johnny's hotel room at like three in the morning and I was like, Hey, you need to fucking hire me to paint it. Best yes. village. And he goes, Shoot me an email in the morning, I'll fly out. And he did that and next dude, year. That's the next wild. year he That's flew awesome. me out. And so and so, so then I became like the official artist of Vestal Village. So I would like help right. design, you know, he every year I don't even think What's he really funny? needed me. Right. He but just he would liked, fly me out and give me shit like paint, your art, dude. And he yeah. liked what you did. Yeah, it was dope. But what's man. funny though is like, but that's what got village. me. That's what got me the following on social media. Right. So people are like, dude, how you got well, fucking so much followers? Like, people don't get it. Like, because I've people who haven't been painting, people who haven't been to Coachella, yeah, don't get it. You don't stay at Coachella. Right, you can't. They kick you out. I don't even yeah. go to Coachella. You have to. I, I go to no or get a hotel yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So Vestal Village is the closest campsite wow. that you can rent. Or was the closest, right? Or was I don't know if he's still doing it or not. But like, nah, it's done. Too. It's like glamping and RVs and like he it was had really this cool. Huge. It was area. really magical. They had their and, own stage and it was almost where like they'd have bands come and play. Like you, you couldn't rad. just go. You had to be invited. Oh, okay. So like you couldn't right. like be you couldn't just be like, it hey, was, I'm gonna go to Best All Village. It was crazy. So like you had to get invited, and and he was really smart about it because he would invite a bunch of you know uh, fashion bloggers and like yeah, all, all the know, hips, the yeah, right, the right people, um, right, yeah, so right it place, was cool. right time, hot chicks. And it, and it, I never scored, really, but it's it really, cool. um, <laughs> it really fucking made me look cool. <laughs> like people are like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm in California right now doing making giant mushrooms to put behind the stage. 
you know, right, 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 like, yeah. you know, it was just so fucking cool. And uh, so we did it for a few years and, um, and I think that's, that really helped me get going. So it's a, you're, you're a pivotal moment in my, in my, um, art career for sure. And I'm very thankful and appreciative for that. Fucking, you know what? I do what I can Amen. when yeah. I can. Good. <laughs> here's, Solid here's to, here's yeah. to the power of friendship. Back well, on track. Back another happy one, folks. Say, yeah. <laughs> back on track. Should we go uh, back let's to the pool? Let's go have drinks or go do whatever. Go back up to the thing. Yeah, let's see what's up. We're at the Cambria. If I mean, I'm gonna plug it, even though they're not like a sponsor or anything, but it's awesome. Oh, uh, we got to it's meet really the owner. Nice. The owner tonight, Kevin. Uh, great, great place. Yeah, really fun. We're uh, in. The, we're actually broadcasting from the room right now because it was too loud. It was too awesome at the pool, rooftop pool. Yeah. So we're gonna go back up there right now. Adios, Arrivederci. Hell yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Cheers. Yeah, again. My pleasure, boys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Hell yeah.